Hey, welcome to the Prayer Life Podcast. We're so excited to launch this new mini-series as a resource for you as you tackle some tough questions about prayer. My name is Josh Carroll. I'm the Life Groups Pastor at Fellowship Dallas, and today I'm joined by my fellow podcasters, Robert Harris, our Life Groups intern. Hey, everybody. Mitzi Ariana, our women's pastor. Hi, everybody. Good to be here. And Chris Young, our Young Adults Director. Hey, team. It's good to be with you today. In this session, we're going to continue to discuss some tough questions about God and prayer. Specifically today, we're going to talk about the rhythm of prayer. Hey, we've all heard those stories about the people of our faith and Christian faith that have spent mornings in prayer, four hours on their knees in a monastery, sequestered all day praying. We even read a book in one of my life group meetings one time by a man named E.M. Bounds, who basically said, if you're a follower of Jesus, you should be praying at least two to three hours in the morning, if not way more at night, and you'll grow and grow and grow in that length of your prayer. But you know what? Today in our world and how we live, some of that stuff really isn't available to us to spend two or three hours every day in prayer. So we want to talk about what a healthy prayer rhythm looks like. So Mitzi, could you tell us what a healthy prayer rhythm looks like in your life? I think for me, Josh, a healthy prayer rhythm is, um, is focused on daily prayer and then maybe intense times of prayer that I do perhaps a weekend or a longer period of time. Um, but typically my prayer is in the morning and then again in the evening. Cool. And why specifically is that kind of how you grew up? in that rhythm of prayer or is, have you found that's worked for you in a, in a special way? Yeah, I think for me, um, and I, I say this now, you know, people are typically, well, if you grew up in a, in a Christian home, more than likely you prayed at every meal. And that was another rhythm that we all kind of participated in together. So there was prayer at breakfast, prayer at lunch, prayer at dinner, always for sure prayer at dinner because everybody was around the table. So I think that was a rhythm that surprisingly kind of reset your focus. Every meal you had a reset of your focus on the Lord. Um, I think the morning and the evening, typically for me, morning is when I read and I take my time to be alone with the Lord at the evening. It's a fairly new rhythm for me. It's kind of more of an, uh, an attempt to look back over my day and say, God, where did I need you most? Where did I see you most in my life today? So it's that. It's not a long prayer at night because typically <laughs> I'm falling asleep. So, um, but it's a quick prayer for me in the evening, just to wrap up my evening. Plus, I, it helps me sleep. Oh, Mitzi, that's awesome. A lot of us have really similar experiences to that. I'm kind of habituated in the prayer growing up, praying at meals and uh, praying in the morning. I'm not a morning person, um, but before I get into what I'm going to say, I would love to hear what Chris, Chris, what's your prayer rhythm look like? Yeah, Mitzi, I really like your prayer rhythm, uh, but to your point, Josh, I'm not a morning person either. So for me, it's definitely at every meal, uh, and it's definitely before we go to bed. I I'll tell you, with my family, we pray whenever we get a chance to pray, uh, so at every single meal we're praying. If my uh, five-year-old 
London is having trouble loving her sister, we'll take a time out and pray about it together, her and I. And uh, we'll ask God, you know, for his help with, you know, helping her to love her sister. But for me, lately, I found that I've been praying more that God would help me in those difficult moments with my uh, two daughters and with my wife. When I don't feel like loving them, that God would help me to love them. I find myself praying just intermittently throughout the day, whether it be a bathroom break, whether it be uh, stepping out and stepping into the bedroom, just asking him for his help to love my family. So as of late, my prayer rhythm has been every day and throughout the day intermittently as I've needed his help to love my family. That's cool, Chris. Thanks for sharing that. I found in my life too, sometimes I've had a really intentional prayer rhythm where I've said it and, and been really good with it for a season and then chaos of life and everything kind of takes over. And, and then I end up um, adding prayer or slotting it in where I could. I don't feel like my relationship with God is as connected when I'm doing things like that, but I still feel like I'm, I'm making an attempt. Um, so I think it's a good combination, both of what you guys are talking about, setting that intentional rhythm. And, and then also, like we were saying, Chris, like you set that rhythm, Mitzi set that rhythm and then slotting in those times of prayer. Um, and that's kind of what God is asking us to do, being relationship constantly with him. I know for me, I try to start off the morning, every morning with uh, saying the Jesus prayer, walking through that before I get out of bed and kind of just focusing my mind because I can't really put anything, words together and I'm not a morning person. So I can't put in words together or, or great prayers <laughs> So I just say that rote memorization prayer and try to just be really intentional about it. And then I try to find space during uh, the day in between the breaks and meetings and things like that and just specifically turn everything off and go to God in prayer about what's going on in the day and what I'm looking forward to and what I'm not. And that's kind of been my rhythm lately too. Robert, what's your rhythm look like? Yeah, um, parts of it are similar to what Mitzi and Chris have talked about. I mean... Again, I also grew up in a home with two two Christian parents, so mealtime prayer has just become a standard thing. Um, I've kind of learned over the years that praying at mealtime can be expanded to not just praying for mealtime. The particular time slot occurs at mealtime, but I find myself using that as an opportunity to pray for many other things that have come out throughout the day or that I anticipate being an issue tomorrow or next week. I think... Like you said, Josh, there are times in my life where I struggle with rhythm. I'm someone who can become easily distracted. I can be very one-track minded. I get so narrowed into one thing. I'm thinking particularly like during the school season. Like I'm so focused on one thing that prayer rhythm gets lost so easily. So that's something that I think I'm still growing in as a believer in, in trying to establish rhythms and then losing them and then going back to those. Because I would agree with you that I do feel that relationship connection much more intensely when I have that rhythm. So that's always something I'm looking to improve. And it's a reason why I'm grateful for God's grace and for the intercession of the spirit, because when I forget to pray or my prayer life starts to uh, slow a little bit, I'm thankful that God himself is interceding on my behalf. So true. I think we can all just agree that 
the intentionality of prayer and setting a rhythm is, is probably the ideal where we're praying in an intentional rhythm that we kind of said we are sacrificing this part of our time, our day and our schedule and making an intentional rhythm of prayer, whether it's in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, or all three. And then also just walking into prayer when we have a chance, when God opens up a opportunity for us to just sit there and veg out or play whatever on our phones, spending a few moments in prayer and being intentional about that is a real powerful thing. All right. So we talked a little bit about rhythms. Let's talk about prayer in the moment, praying. How, how long do you pray? What's the length of your prayers? Is there a certain length? Uh, we know that Ian Bounds says 16 to 24 hours of prayer before you get up during the day and do anything. Uh, and several people are like that. I'm being facetious a little bit. But what does a healthy length of prayer look like? Is there a specific length? Should we shoot for an hour? Should we shoot for 15 minutes? What do you guys think? Well, I loved Robert's answer about praying at meals when he said, when he said, and sometimes I pray about other things, but if you had done that in my family, you would have been shot at the table because everybody was ready to eat. So we don't pray about other things. We just thank God for the meal, right? So at meals, we don't pray long. But at other times, yes, I think it's very appropriate to spend time praying, uh, obviously more lengthy prayers. But I think, I think the thing that I've learned in my life, Josh, is that I used to think I had to say all the words. And what I've realized is prayer for me so many times now is much more focused on listening. And so I use fewer words and spend a lot of time listening to what God has to say. Yeah. I mean, to bounce right off of that, um, I think that's absolutely crucial that we build into our prayer rhythm, time to listen. Uh, so after we measure the length by how many words we say, we fall right into that trap. Uh, um, I also think about in terms of like, if you were asked this question about like, how long should I have a conversation with my wife? I think it would be kind of weird to give a set answer that fits every possible situation like I have to talk every time I look at my wife and start to talk to her it must be 30 minutes to an hour and if it's less than that then I'm you know I'm a bad husband but if I go too long now I'm a, now I'm a wordy husband I think a lot of it's being in that relational rhythm I mean prayer rhythm is a relational rhythm and it's it's a dialogue and so my prayer is not going to be the same length every time it's going to depend on what I'm praying for if it's like spontaneous um, I don't know, something like pain suddenly shoots up my side or something. I'm going to say a quick 10-second prayer about that, but I'm probably not going to drop to my knees for an hour and pray about that. But if I hear you know, someone in my family or like I see my wife struggling, I might take a solid 20, 30 minutes and start interceding for my wife. And so I think a lot of that is, is learning um, just how you personally want to relate to God and what the spirit leads you into doing at that moment. Yeah, I agree with you, Robert. I also, just to add to that, I like how you said it's depending on the moment and what's happening in your life. I mean, I just think about Jesus on a Sermon on the Mount. He's talking about the condition of your heart when you pray, and that's what he focused on. And so I think, yeah, to, to your point, I, I think about my spouse. I, I think I talk all the time. She, she would rather me not talk and listen more. Uh, cause I talk too much. 
And I think there's some wisdom in that with God too. Although I'm babbling with God sometimes too, and I don't think he, he cares about that. I'm sure he's happy. I'm talking to him um, just like I'm babbling now. But uh, I do think that God, uh, he wants us to talk to him. Jesus had different lengths of prayer, right? He taught them the brevity of prayer and with the, on a sermon on the mount, you know, our father who art in heaven, it was very short and very simple. Yet we find Jesus in moments in the garden praying for hours uh, to God. Um, and so I think, you know, similarly, depending on what's happening in our life, we can find ourselves getting right to the point with the Lord or having a longer conversation with the Lord. But uh, in both cases, making it a two-way conversation. I think it's important to, to know, too, like, that's yeah, great, Chris, like different times, different places, different things uh, in prayer when God calls you to pray for something in a certain specific time, it's a specific place. You can't put a limit on it. Also setting aside that time, we talked about Jesus saying those prayers in the garden. He had a spiritual rhythm every day in his life where he would go out and he would do those things. His disciples knew exactly where to find him because that's where he was. He was praying. So as we look at prayer, I think the best advice that I could give in this whole thing is setting aside a specific time of prayer where you're going to be intentionally relating to God. And it doesn't all have to be like Mitzi's saying. It doesn't have to just be us talking the entire time or me talking the entire time. A lot of it has to do with listening. Some of it in that intentional devotional time can be prayer, can be worship, can be reading the Bible. But setting aside that rhythm where prayer is an integral part of it is so important. And then just be willing to step into prayer during the day spontaneously when God brings something up, when people come into your life that need prayer when God kind of pushes on your heart and says, I want you to pray about this right now, being willing and ready to step into those kind of things. Josh, I have heard prayer kind of being analogous to um, exercise. And so I would think if you were new to this, that you wouldn't start out by trying to pray for an hour and making that your, I think, starting with a, a smaller goal of spending time, you know, when I uh, exercise right now, I do 10 minutes at a time, and I keep trying to add a minute just so I can stretch it out, because it's, it's honestly, it's been a while since I have exercised regularly, but prayer is that same sort of thing, where it is, it is an exercise in discipline sometimes, but just like any relationship, it takes that time, and it takes the setting aside that time to develop that relationship and to encourage that conversation. And just know if you're, if you're spending that time in prayer and you're trying to set that time aside and you're getting frustrated and it's messing with you, then you're probably okay being done. Right. And then just sit with it the next time. If the same frustrations keep coming up over and over again, there's something there that you should probably walk through somebody with and deal with. But God is pleased with the fact that you are setting aside that time that you are saying it's intentional. It's just for you and him and it's relational. And so do not give up because of frustration. We can talk about that in a different episode. We're out of time today. And I think we've talked about some good things, heard some great stuff from these guys. Really appreciate you guys joining us on the podcast. Thanks Robert and Mitzi and Chris. And Hey, we didn't get to one of the topics that I want to really talk about, pray without ceasing or praying constantly. So we're going to dedicate almost an entire, maybe an entire episode to just this topic. 
and so be looking out for that uh, that's all we have for today thank you all so much for listening we hope that you're encouraged by this podcast and you can use this to encourage other people and walk through those situations where there's difficult questions about prayer you guys have a great day and we'll see you next time <laughs>